In this episode, my guest, George Grombacher from the Lifeblood podcast, goes into detail of his background of being a former competitive tennis player and actually being in the top 100 of the country at one point. He emphasizes the importance of physical fitness in his life then and how it changed to being over 40 and still being a very competitive person, even more so than in his 20s. So if you're interested in this story, stay tuned. How's it going? This is Brad Williams with Over 40 Fitness Hacks, the podcast where I help you being over 40 to fight the aging process without giving up your social life. I've been a personal trainer and gym owner for over 14 years, and I specialize in helping the over 40 crowd get to their goals. But enough of that. Let's get on with the episode. This is part three of three of an interview I did with George Grombacher from the Lifeblood podcast. If you'd like to catch up, just go back a couple episodes. Well, George, let's move on to the next episode. We wanted to move more back into fitness and being the over 40 crowd, my audience and both of us are, and you have an athletic background and what's kind of your routine. And as well as you were mentioning, you still play sports. I recently kind of quit sports because of my back injury and wasn't getting that much out of it anyways. I have other things I like to do, but kind of curious, just like, what's your philosophy on training and sports? Yeah, it's the whole perspective thing, I think is a really important thing. And we're all going through and experiencing our own journey. I was fortunate as a young person to compete on, on a national level. I was ranked in the top five in, I'm from Minnesota. I was ranked in the top five for tennis. My entire junior career I was in the top 100 of tennis players in the United States. And I played division one, I was on scholarship. And so I probably safe to say, I probably had an arrogant perspective on my athletic career, even though there's no way I was ever going to go professional. But now looking back, I think I would really minimize any kind of competition and sort of turn my nose up at it, which was a huge mistake because now here I am 44 years old. And I think if you would have asked me when I was 30 years old, if I was an athlete, I would have said no, even though I'm athletic, I mm -hmm. consider myself to be a competitor. But now that I'm 44 years old, I absolutely do. So that is something I identify as, and it's part of who I am is I wake up and I compete every day. I'm not competing against anybody necessarily. I'm competing against myself and yesterday's yeah. version of me. And I'm consistently trying to get better and improve. I think that is my fundamental nature as a human being is progress and working towards realizing my ultimate potential. And I think that my physical body plays a massive role in that. Once you hit a certain age, hangovers hurt way worse than they used to. You used to be able to drink 100 beers and wake up the next day and have no problem or whatever you're into. Doing triathlon. Days, that, I used these, to do that. These days, that, that's not the case. So being mindful of our bodies and having an understanding that if I'm strong and I've got a, a big motor and a strong battery, that I'll be able to perform at a much higher level for longer. And so it's such an important thing. Now, that being said, I also recognize that just has to fit. It needs mm -hmm. to be a part of my life because I'm working out to live. I'm not living to work out. Uh, I, I do enjoy exercise and I weight train throughout the week. I do cardio every day and I'm super diligent about what I put in my mouth, but it's all serving all the things that I want to do. It's serving the fact I want to be a great husband, a great parent, a great dad, a great professional, a great podcaster, everything. And I'm not going to let anything stand in my way of doing that. So that's my perspective on it. If I miss a day, I don't beat myself up, but it is a realization that in order to get what I want and to have the life that I want, I need to have a physically strong body. I agree. Kind of the whole concept of my show 
being over 40 is here are the things that I've done to compensate for some of the things that have happened to me. And one being my back surgery, I've rehabbed out of that, but I'm playing the long game now on my spine. So I got to work smarter, not harder. The other thing is being a father, more into family and taking care of more things and still doing all the things I enjoy. It's time. So I still kind of have that itch that I want to lift and push up as much weight as I can and all that. But I know that's not smart. It's working harder and just learning different techniques and styles, which is actually fun to do less work, less hours in the gym and still getting the same benefit or better. And that, that's incorporating like balance. I talk about time under tension a lot. I really like Pilates. I never thought I'd be a Pilates guy and it's so big, but all my things are to get more time back because being over 40, I don't ever plan on quitting. I don't think our generation knows what retirement is or wants it. We've already seen the older generations retire and just kind of fall apart without having that kind of something to keep us going. And I want to keep doing business. I want to keep doing podcasting. I want to do real estate. That's kind of the stuff I'm doing right now. And you still need some time for that because family and especially my little daughter are sucking up a lot of that time too. So you just got to get smarter with all the things you're doing. So yeah, yeah there's no doubt about it. I believe that the world expects more from me than it expects from other people. And I also believe that the world needs more from me than, than it needs from other people. And that's not just me. That's yeah. of like-minded people like you and I, people that are crystal clear in the futures that they want, that are living by their values, that are working hard every day to have a positive impact and move the conversation and move humanity forward. Because there's a lot of BS going on. I guarantee that everybody who's listening to the show, there's something that they look at and they're like, I can't believe that's happening in the world. And so I view it as an obligation that I owe hard work for those people that people like my brother who passed away that, that aren't here anymore or people that can't do the things that I can do for whatever reason. I really do view it as an obligation and one that I take really seriously. And again, that's just part of being a very wise 44-year-old. Yeah, I, I try as well. Got two years on me. I'm, I'm looking into the future right now. I'm loving it. Those other people you're talking about in my mind, it's younger people because whatever cool things they do, this is your youth. This is supposed to be fun too. Learn as much as you can, but it's, you're supposed to enjoy life and experience all that kind of stuff. So now I'm over 40. I don't consider it's over the hill, but I've got that same mindset. Well, I had my fun. I had lots of fun. And now it's, I need to work on things of more humanity based and helping people and taking care of that younger generation so they can still have those fun experiences because you see other places in the world where that doesn't exist. So we got to keep this going and keep that culture. Yeah. Nobody else is going to do it. I accept responsibility for, for doing my part of it. And then of the over 40, how, what percentage do you think have the same mindset as us? I don't think it's much. Well, the majority of the world has been seduced by comfort and we're talking about having this conversation about progressing through different stages of our lives and meeting needs and leveling up and meeting those needs and leveling up. And you do get to the point where you are a self-actualized person. And I think that when we're able to do that, then we're able to cultivate reciprocal relationships with other people who are like-minded, who do share our values. And that's what it's all about. If I'm stuck and I'm just interested in appearing wealthy versus being wealthy or satiating myself with food or material comforts and possessions, and I'm all about, I think that's great. I'm interested in having nice things, but it is by no means, and that probably did drive me in my 20s and 30s, more materialistic pursuits, which is just part of human development, but at this stage. So there are plenty of people out there who are doing it 
And I think that a lot of my work is just trying to shake some people awake and say, hey, listen, mm -hmm. life is short. We need to open our eyes and start being a little more intentional about what we're doing. That's kind of that matrix philosophy, waking someone up. And for me, I feel like one, one path that I really enjoy, like especially doing these podcasts and learning and talking to people all across the world. And is, uh, my goal is to break that hundred year barrier maybe get to that 120 because everything I see out there and, and listen to is that we can get there. So I feel like my job is one, I got to be a leader and strive for overall health, not just aesthetics, but also once we start getting those kind of things, spread that knowledge. Don't keep it for yourself. So that's only one of many goals I have of helping people and that kind of stuff. Have goals and it is written down, George. I love it. And here you are doing it. Well, George, tell us about some of your programs, how's the best way for uh, people to get a hold of you, website, social media? Yeah. If people are interested in, there's two websites fundamentally. I, I, there's too much stuff going on the internet, right? Yeah. You can go to lifeblood.live and that's the podcast and the blog. So everything I'm working on there. And then I've got a company called Money Alignment Academy. So it's alignmentacademy.com. And that's a lot of my professional kind of stuff. And that's where those three free courses live. If people want to check those out, uh, you can find them there. And if you enjoyed my perspective on, on life and, and money and stuff, and you feel like you need a little help, there's a book I wrote called Be Your Own CFO, A Business-Like Approach to Your Personal Finances. And you can get that wherever you buy your books. So, Very cool. Well, my audience knows I'll put all those links in the show notes. They can just click on it and get to anything they would like. And I uh, just like to tell my audience, you know, check out uh, George's uh, podcast, Lifeblood. It's awesome because it's just got so much variety to it. Everyone else is doing very niche stuff and that's okay. That's kind of the, the business model they teach you to do if you're trying to sell something, but it's refreshing to see a variety. So just love the everything you preach. We're like-minded and just keep doing what you're doing, George. I love it. Thanks for having me, brother. Absolutely. If you'd like a little bit of help of checking out your diet and your current routine, I'd be happy to help. I always do a free 15-minute Zoom consultation for anyone, no strings attached, just to see if I can help you, point you in the right direction. So if you're interested, check out the show notes. The link is at the top. Thank you so much for listening to this episode, everyone. And I just wanted to say that if if anything from this episode resonated with you and you, it makes you think of somebody, please share and help someone out. You know, I do a lot of variety of topics and not everything I say works for everyone, but there is going to be that one episode that makes you think of somebody that could help. So I really appreciate it. And just off of looking back the last three years of all the episodes I've done, I think three really stand out that I think could help a lot of people. And that's uh, episode 71 with Dr. Amy, where we go into diaphragmatic breathing and how that can really help with your pain levels and did for me. Episode 195, I had Tim Kelly on and we really dove deep into microminerals and how important that is and how horrible the American diet is. And the third being uh, episode 292, a more recent one, where I talk about the three tips I would do to help out your lower back. And one of those is just a simple YouTube video that my chiropractor gave me that just took me to the next step of lowering my pain, giving me more range of motion. And I just want to put that out there to Check those out if you're having any of these issues. And like I said, thanks for listening.